Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Naeem Fazel podcast. We are back with another episode. I got Naeem here. What's up, Naeem? How are you? I'm well, man. It's been a minute, my friend. Uh, it's been a lot of minutes, man. It's been a long time. But um, what you up to? How you doing today? I am doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm kind of nervous, honestly, because I feel like we have not done this podcast in a while. And like you said, <laughs> I, I think I've forgotten to talk like yeah. into... Uh, or do an interview or something. Yeah. What What are words? I I don't even know. I don't. <laughs> yeah. That should be you the just... title of our talk. What are words? Really? <laughs> what are words? What are they really? Yeah. I love it. Nailed it. Done. Um, <laughs> we don't even have to finish this podcast. We can just just post this as is. That um, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So have you been like just chilling, listening to some Bollywood music today or like, what's your... <laughs> yeah. So you're obviously uh, referring to, yeah, I've been in a, in a Bollywood kick right now. Um, so <laughs> just, just to get everybody on, uh, on same page here, uh, friends. Uh, so if you follow or listen to our, uh, or jump online with mosaicchurch.tv, we've been in the series and Vinny here, has been having a lot of fun because we're doing some creative <laughs> things and we've been able to really post-produce some things. And so, yeah, the other day we threw in some Bollywood and we <laughs> had fun with that. And then we tried to post it on Instagram and yeah, and Instagram's just filled with a bunch of jerks and they took our video down, you know, they copy took it down. I can't believe it. And can't believe it. Now we have Ooh. to post another song about taking stuff down. Like we got to do that. But yeah, we should. Know. We should write our own Bollywood music, and then we won't have to worry about them being copyrighted. You know what I mean? Oh, we just, that's true. We just, that's we just true. own it. Who needs more worship music? We just need to have our worship team write us a Bollywood playlist, and then boom, we have our own soundtrack. Exactly. You know solved. what? I think we're onto something. And, and, <laughs> and besides, what are words anyway? Right? What, what are words? Yeah, I agree. Um, Let's love it. it love it okay <laughs> next podcast we'll, we'll have a uh, creative session on that one and we I have plenty of yeah we have plenty of photos of you if, if, if you guys have been seeing oh, that would great. be perfect for the cover image of this oh so please. i think please. We're, we're please i don't i'm honestly not sure why we haven't done this yet so. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice all right so we should probably start uh, talking about something like content yeah. wise right some sort of content people can leave feeling a little bit better than like yes, five yes, minutes yes. ago yes all right so cool the, so uh this name fossil podcast i was thinking about this like what is my like what's what's my deal here like what's the, our goal together on this and as mm. i was thinking about it i thought you know i think it's a conversation about just spirituality it's people who um, might not um, say that they're followers of Jesus. And I think this is a, just a, two guys talking about what spirituality looks like. Obviously, my background is ex-Muslim, kind of, mm -hmm. you know, I grew up in Islam, uh, found or Jesus or had an experience with him. I, I mean, I hate saying found Jesus like he was hiding, you know, but mm -hmm. um, Jesus came down and just pretty much was like, nah, you mind now. <laughs> wow yes i've never thought of jesus as like a like a thug or whatever i don't know if that's a whatever that yeah, he, crazy jesus, was jesus you the ultimate, now. jesus the ultimate gangster man yeah he's, he's the og just, yeah he is yeah this podcast is not going anywhere by the way <laughs> <laughs> um 
So let's, um, so be, in light of all those things, let's talk about this idea of hearing um, from God, or better, I would say, is this idea of like thinking, this is God. Like, uh, you see something, you hear something, people do something, and they go, this is God. Mm-hmm. Or people who are, you know, Jesus followers sometimes will get super spiritual and they go, you know, thus, thus saith the Lord, as in, like, <laughs> all of a sudden they get, you know, old English yeah. and um, they're, they're saying, this is God speaking or God told me. That's an expression mm-hmm. as well that people use a lot. Yeah. God told me. So have you ever had that uh, experience ever before? Like, you know, pe- someone says, uh, who kind of prefaced with the whole idea, like, God told me this, or they were so sure that this was God. And like, yeah. they discerned his voice and you were listening to them and you're like, I don't know what you're smoking, <laughs> but this yes. cannot be. Oh, for sure. Um, several times. I mean, I, I don't want to like, call anyone out in case they're listening (laughs) but there have been so many times where i'm just like oh yeah that i mean that that'd be great i mean that's that's great that you you hear that but i don't know if i hear that (laughs) you know right right um but yeah for sure people just use those those that terminology is like really you know present in church world just god told me this okay all right how about you what (laughs) do you have like any like for instances that oh yeah i do yeah i do you know so with my uh journey um you know i came from the middle east uh coming from uh kuwait where i was born and raised i came to the states got introduced to christianity and then began uh being introduced to the church and denominations and you know all of those things and so i realized really quick that there was a similar language that christians would use but it wasn't all the same some were kind of like um they were very sure of god speaking to them so they would use phrases everyday um conversations you know they would say god told me right. this god told me that god told me this and i'm like god's talking to you all the time <laughs> apparently because god's not talking to me and other people would would not, would say things that um were like you know i just feel uh that god is showing me you know so there was a showing there was a yeah. there was a telling um and then there were people who were like you might want to consider this you know (laughs) so i've kind of gone through the whole gamut of um you know how people have used um god in a sense to Mm -hmm. explain uh what they feel their opinions and then also people discerning what god wants you know yeah so I thought that would be a good conversation for us because I will say this, and this gets a little bit morbid, but, um, you know, I come from a culture, uh, that's extremely passionate and, um, and it's, you know, not, no hiding it that, you know, we've, um, in the middle East as especially Muslims are known for, um, suicide bombings mm-hmm. and, uh, and if that idea, that theology is that God has told them, to kill other humans so they can get into heaven. Mm-hmm. I mean, so at some point, they're very religious people and quote-unquote godly people in a sense that are convinced that if I kill my other, you know, if I kill this segment of humanity, it assures me paradise. Right. So I, I don't know how you get there. But what's sad though, and sometimes scary, is I've seen that, act, that idea, that kind of theology 
uh, this radical theology uh, creep into Christianity as well, oh, where for people, sure. people are uh, justify um, prejudice, they justify injustice, they justify a lot of things um, because uh, the, the people that they're coming against are, quote unquote, not God's people. And, Definitely. and so I, I feel like I think we need to have that conversation about like, you know, how do you when you have an idea, how do you really discern if that's God or not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely present. I mean, maybe not to the extent of, you know, a suicide bombing, but, you know, when you start planting these seeds of, you know, hearing God say that you need to do something that harms another human in another way in the name of righteousness, you know, that's, it's like a seed that's going to grow, you know, I mean, you know, it's just like, you know, people think like, oh, this, like, how do you get there? Like in the name of God, like, commit such a terrible thing as as you know suicide bombing but like it it really is like a path that you get on and it's like it's not like one day you wake up and you're like god told me to do this it's like small steps in my opinion you know what i mean of listening to the wrong thing over and over and over and over until eventually you arrive there and so i'd love to talk about this because i think that you know some people are starting to like listen to these seeds and they don't even realize, I'm not saying that they're eventually going to go that far, but, yeah. you know, it can get kind of dangerous. So, you know, I, yeah. I know, I know that's kind of where you're leading with this, but um, I think it's definitely a great topic of conversation and hopefully it can help some people, um, you know, so how, I guess just to get started, how do you discern God's voice? Like how would, if you had to like kind of sum it up, like, like, how do you do this? Like for, I guess, discernment 101 here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, the one I think that Jesus says that he is the good shepherd. He calls himself the good shepherd. And when he says that, he's putting himself in a place of, like, uh, responsibility. He's, he's saying, I'm going to care for you. Um, and um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take um, ownership of leading you and guiding you. When he talks about being the good shepherd, I mean, other uh, religious leaders have put themselves in different positions, but Jesus is a guy who's continually putting himself in a position of, of ownership and a responsibility over us. And it's really encouraging. So when he says he's the good shepherd, he also says that my sheep know my voice. So then he says, well, part of the thing is, is that if you're my sheep, then they know my voice. So how, the way you know uh, that uh, these that, that a group of people are my sheep or they're connected to me is that they actually respond to me and they know how to discern my voice. So number one, we start with this reality that we have to get good at knowing God's voice. I mean, I've, you know, in the Middle East, I've encountered shepherds before and uh, man, they're sheep. The sheep know his voice. They just do. I mean, I've tried to shoo away sheep before <laughs> and, you know, and and they don't hear and listen to anything. I mean, they yeah. eat everything. They poop everywhere. Um, <laughs> but, man, as soon as the shepherd starts talking or says something, they just know. They actually know not just his voice. It's not like words. But uh, they, know the, they, know his, uh, they know his voice more than his words. That makes sense. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we start with understanding we have a responsibility to know God's voice. Um, and so... Uh, God's voice really being Christ's voice. Um, in Colossians, there's, an, uh, there's a uh, letter in, uh, that Paul writes 
to a church and in and in the first kind of chapter he talks about who christ is and he says christ is the invisible image of the invisible god he's the visible image of the invisible god he created he existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation uh, for through him god created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth he made the things we can see and the things we can't see such as thrones kingdoms rulers and authorities in the unseen world everything was created through him and for him he existed before anything else he holds all creation together and so now now i can keep on going with this but the big idea here is that there is a reality that everything that was ever created has a christ dna in it everything um that um that we know as reality has a sense of christ and christ is um you know um christ is this part of the godhead that found its way into a human body and showed up and stepped into our history so you know it's not like jesus and his last name is christ no it's it's (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's Christ through Christ, everything was created. And the human form of that Christ was Jesus, who we say he is the son of God and Jesus, the son of God related to us as human species saying, Hey, he was the son of God. He was also the Christ. So Mm -hmm. uh, it seems a pretty, um, um, elusive this this concept but it is it is definitely a deep concept but there is there's some pretty practical truths to it which is this that number one uh everything um was has has christ fingerprints on it that means the people that we hate uh, were created by christ um people uh, that we find who are enemies are created by christ so when you do anything that's inhumane, you do what is anti-Christ. Christ. Right, right. So I think, I think, so the number one, if there's a voice in your head or there's a voice in your, you know, in your circle, or there's yeah. a, um, there is a narrative that's being told and there, or there is a theology that has, is being preached that is against a certain group of humans, mm-hmm. it is, and to harm them, yeah. it is in fact not God's voice. It is anti-God. It is ungodly. Mm-hmm. And it is anti-Christ because Christ is in everything. And through him, all things were formed and created. And in him... We live and breathe. And so I yeah, think good. trying to understand, number one, that it doesn't matter what kind of morality we are trying to defend here. If it means harming another human, right? it is not Christ-like. Right. And I know yeah. people would say, oh, well, there's all kinds of stories in the Old Testament about God saying do this and God saying do that and kill these people and all that. And um, I mean, sure, right? Vinny, you've thought that before, right? right? Yeah, I mean, 
yeah, like you read, you read through some of this in the Old Testament and you're like, okay, um, I'm just going to go back to the Psalms again. (laughs) I'm just going to stay here. Uh, But then like even, I don't know, just, yeah, there's just so many stories that just uh, don't make a lot of sense to, to like, in the name of peace, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And I think sometimes what people forget is, and it's so obvious and it's so easy to forget sometimes too, is that the Bible itself actually means a collection of books and it is a collection of different kinds of books. So you've got, you got poems in there. You've got uh, history, just straight up boring history. You've got some regulations and laws in there. You've got um, letters. Uh, you've got letters that, are, have the, that have been pieced together. So right. you have this collection of things here. So right. a lot of the Old Testament um, is just the way people wrote history right. down. And, they, and, and so there was always this centralization of God in their history. So the Jewish people were very, you know, uh, religious people. So obviously, God was inferred on everything. A success was connected to God. A failure was connected to God. Direction was connected to God. And so when we read these things or God told him to do this and God told him to do that, you just wonder sometimes, is this just language or did God really tell him to do this? Because there's obviously stories that where God, if you read the stories um, in light of everything that we know, especially in light of the teachings of Jesus, when he comes and explains what the Old Testament and the laws were all about, some of the stories are basically, so this happened and don't do this. Right. <laughs> like, that's pretty much it. Like, don't do this. Yeah. Not like, oh, it's in the Bible to do this. No, 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 right. no. It's, it, don't do this. Yeah. Like, when it says, you know, stone people because of adultery or stone people, stone kids if they're, if they're, uh, if they're disrespectful or stone people. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons to stone people, you know? <laughs> the Bible is not saying, okay, which one applies right now? No, the Bible is saying, uh, or, or God is saying through the scriptures, don't stone people. Like, <laughs> like don't do this. It's a bad thing. Yeah. So I think, so, so, so what we're getting to is, is number one is this idea of like any, any voice, any narrative, any story that says, that divides people into groups and says, we're better, you're worse. They're worse. Yeah. We're chosen, they're not. Um, um, they they uh, we get we we're supposed to be prosperous they're not uh, mm-hmm. when we <clears throat> begin to divide ourselves even the devil the the word the word there the word devil came from the word divide to divide so mm-hmm. when we begin hearing voices or saying things like that i think it's i think the the language of unity the language of we're one um, should not scare uh, Christians because sometimes I don't know what it is. I think it's spiritual pride. Honestly, we just want to feel so special. So we just yeah. say we are chosen and you're not right. We got Jesus. You don't. And I wonder if God is saying, are you kidding me, friends? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. It's like a privilege. It's like a privilege thing, right? Like you, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I have Jesus. So I'm better than you. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that, and then uh, on a really super practical thing, I, I actually uh, talked about this idea of 
of hearing God's voice in, and I talked about this idea of um, what, what voice is all about, like, you know, and uh, there are three categories of, uh, of when you look it up, it's like there's a tone, a rhythm and sound. Um, and I thought that was really interesting to hear, to understand what voice, if we were to look at it that way, what it look like. And yeah. um, you remember, I, I think I mentioned- you did. So you, you had talked about this recently um, and, and even just kind of like what you were saying. Um, I'm glad you're going here. Cause it kind of like made me think about this, like what you're saying about, you know, some of these words in the scripture, like you can read the words, but if you don't hear the tone, the rhythm and the sound of God in those words, that's how I think you can kind of like discern his voice in a different way. Yeah. And so, so I, I love that you're, you know, bringing this up. Cause I love the concept of this. And so if you, you know, I know one of the things you said tone um, was the first one. So if you want to just elaborate on the difference between some of these, that would be great. All right. Yeah. So tone is this idea of pitch and strength and quality of sound. And I think tone is um, um, besides these definitions, I think we've, we've experienced these before too. Yeah. We can walk by a conversation and you can kind of get the strength or a pitch of a conversation or one person saying, and you can kind of feel what's going on. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like not just the words, but what you get. Does that make sense? I mean, you've right. heard people say something to you and you're like, I know what you're saying, but I really don't think that's what right. you mean. Or you've heard expressions like, I don't like the tone of that. Mm -hmm. You know, you can agree to do something, but the way you say yes, <laughs> communicates so much more than the actual idea of yes. So I think when, yeah. even with God, the strength and the tone of God is got to be important. Um, th so um, this is kind of a strange thing I've noticed uh, as I've, you know, you know, in this relationship with God and journey through Christianity. Um, there are people uh, that uh, I know that when they um, feel like God wants to say something to them or or to a group of people, if they feel like God is telling them to put something on, say, any social media outlet, or they begin trying to prophesy, and all of a sudden, they sound like they're, like, in the Old Testament. <laughs> like, I yeah. kid you not. Like, yes. they write like that. They yes. write like they're writing an Old Testament passage. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. they use words that were written like, you know, or were translated, you know, in the 16th century. And like, they're like, what, what, why are you guys talking like this? You don't talk like this. Right. Could you imagine if they just like started talking to you like that in a normal conversation? Like you just hold on. What? <laughs> like, did you yeah, just. Exactly. It's so strange. And, and so sometimes I think like when people start doing that, I think you gotta be careful with that. You gotta, you gotta understand like this reveals sometimes people's tones uh, and what they're saying, the tone of their words reveal their maturity level. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that we need to look at. Like when you hear something, you go, okay, what is the tone of this? What is that pitch? Because sometimes there is a different agenda going on um, and you can tell that. So I think you got to be, you got to be able to learn to get better at that. The next is this idea of rhythm. I love this idea of rhythm because rhythm is a regular repeated patterns of movement. Mm -hmm. That's what it means, right? And I right. think that's key. 
Like when when you hear something from God, when you hear leaders say something about what God is doing or what they need to do or anybody giving you, trying to give you advice or telling you this is, or trying to speak for God, I think it's easy for us to go, okay, okay, hold on. Let's find the rhythm in this. Is there a regular repeated pattern of God doing this before? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I mean, you go, it's not true or it's true, you know? Yeah. I mean, when I think of rhythm, I think of music and, and like, it's so true that like, if, you, if you're listening to a song that you know, and you're like, okay, I know that this chorus is here, the bridge is here. And the whole song's about God's love, God's love. If you were to just mix in like a verse that's like, and you should make a very ignorant post on social media about anybody who disbelieves in you and be like, put that in the lyrics of the song. You'd be like, I don't think this fits into the rhythm here right. of this flow, right. but because it's in the song, it must be God. Like, right. It, it's so easy to like see the rhythm and like, <laughs> yet people, you know, still see it and they're like, I don't know. I think, I think it might be God. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And see, and, you know, going back to the whole idea of, like, the shepherd, uh, Jesus being the shepherd, and the idea of, like, through Christ, everything was created, the best way to understand rhythm in, term, in, terms, in terms of discerning God's voice is look at the rhythm of Jesus when he was here. Mm-hmm. He had re- repeated patterns of movement. Right. Like, there was always, like, he repeatedly did something. He mm-hmm. came in in the middle of uh, oppressed people, highly politicized uh, culture, came into a pagan nation, uh, came into where people didn't have, um, you know, the issues that we face. You know, it wasn't like they weren't talking about bad Wi-Fi or what are we going to do with, you know, Reddit when they take <laughs> over the world. <laughs> No, they were having conversations about, are we going to survive? Yeah. Uh, are we going to make it? And uh, what are we going to do? Uh, and we want to break free from this Roman uh, empire and this bondage. And in the middle of all of that, there was a repeated pattern of what Jesus was saying and doing. And it was connected to the idea of faith and hope and love. And it was connected to a bigger kingdom. So I think when you hear God's, when you hear a voice and you hear words, to know if that's God's voice is, is there a pattern of Jesus in it? Would Jesus say something like that, do something like that? Was he doing that? Not people take things out of context all the time, but but it's hard to take his entire life out of context. Obviously, he cared for the poor. Obviously, he fed people. Obviously, he healed people, you know? Obviously, right. he protected people. I mean, because, again, there was not just one incident. There was a regular pattern. So I think discerning God's words is understanding his voice, which is connected to rhythm, regular, repeated patterns of movement. Um, and then sound, right. man, sound, sound. I love this one, too. Sound is the vibrations that travel through the air. And I think sound is the one thing, like you were talking about, um, like, on songs, like, uh, a sound of a song, right? When the bass mm-hmm. hits, I mean, so I mean, good. <laughs> yeah, it is, right? But you know what's f- funny about that is, is, is that moments like that need to be experienced with people. It's not good enough that if you just experience it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's better with others for sure. It, it is, right? Isn't it like when you hear a song and you hear 
a part of a song or you hear, you know, like the sound of a song, what do you want to do? You want to be like, hey, look at this. Mm -hmm. Like that's, show that's the idea of mixtapes, right? If you like someone, <laughs> you make them a mixtape. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, and then we do this. We we listen to something, and then we or we we discover something, and then we uh, show it to people, and then we stand there and wait there for them to respond. <laughs> We're like, yeah. right, right. Yeah, the and, worst is uh, when they don't respond the way you want them to. And you're right, like, what do you mean? Always, this is this is so good. What are you talking about? <laughs> right, right. So I think when it comes to guys' voice, there is a there is a component of being together. A, a feeling and hearing and discerning God's together and a collective experience when you hear, when you're trying to distinguish between you know, just words or God's, uh, God's voice, um, mm -hmm. that sound is connected to the idea that if you hear something and you're trying to discern, other people are feeling it too. They're feeling the same thing you're feeling. Yeah. So that's when other people are involved in your life. So that's when you process and bounce off ideas with other people. You're like, hey, I think I need to do this. What do you think? Are they feeling the vibrations, yeah. the same vibrations that God is sending through the air? Yeah. And I mean, you can even learn a little bit about just this, this concept through like our physical nature, like of, of hearing, like there's certain people that can't hurt. They, they physically cannot hear certain pitches, you know? And so, right. so, you know, if you're just relying on your own ability to hear, you know, there may be spiritual pitches that you cannot hear if it's relative so to true. physical, you know what I mean? And so having other people in your life to speak into those tones that you might be tone deaf to, you know, I think that's, that's so important. That's such a, a good idea to have, you know, in mind when you're talking about community and accountability, all that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, and just to kind of end this conversation a little bit or bring it to an end, which has been fun. I think like, you know, how does this apply to people who are like, I'm not quite sure what I think about God anymore. You know, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure mm -hmm. about a lot of things. And I, I think it's because, you know, people uh there's so much noise out there when it comes to yeah. jesus when it comes to uh what god's what who god is and what he's like and what does he want from you and so i i would encourage people to to really understand that um um unfortunately this whole idea of like you know um jesus saying i'm the good shepherd and my sheep know my voice christians are not the greatest when it comes to that and we're all learning a little bit so my my much i guess encouragement would be is like i think as people are trying to discover who they think they want to be or who god is i think this conversation can just help them understand that god is speaking you know god is speaking to them and and i think it's really about us learning to discern and that's what christians do and they don't do a great job of, of it i think that um you know when jesus said my sheep know my voice i'm the good shepherd you know again i i think that he's talking about humanity mm -hmm. all of us have the ability 
and have God speaking to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of us feel like we have already heard. And so we call ourselves Christian. Mm. Others of us don't know. But we're all in this together here. (laughs) I don't don't think it makes us uh, better to hear Jesus' voice if all of a sudden you call yourself a Christian. Yeah, I think you. I think I think you. I think you learn his, to recognize his voice uh, because you are have learned to recognize his voice. Yeah, and you know, and you know his tone. You know, kind of the energy he's giving out. You know, um, you know his rhythm. You know what the pattern of God. You know, uh, the you know that other people are feeling the same thing. You know. So yeah. I hope this helps people. You know? Yeah, no, this is great, man. I mean, any any help for our world right now when it comes to, to discernment is um, is definitely much needed. So I'm glad we were able to have this conversation. Glad that we were able to, you know, come together, even though I'm in Pittsburgh, you're still in Charlotte, but I will be down yes. there soon. I will be down there soon. So yes, yes, um, you will. You're going to have to make me some sushi when I come down. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, sushi in Bollywood, man. It's going to be a night. I'm down i'm down <laughs> oh man well cool All man right. thank you for doing this uh i hope you, you guys if you want you can subscribe uh to our podcast you can go to naimfazl.org and uh check us out on sunday mornings mosaic live stream at mosaicclt.online.church um or dot church.online what is it, Naeem? I don't know. Go to our <laughs> mosaicchurch.tv. The link's there. Just click on it. <laughs> right. Just, just Google it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. See you, Naeem. See you guys. Bye.